you know, when it comes to music, music is like a free fall. You know, it's the only industry that people come and go easily. You don't need you don't need some two weeks notice to quit music. They just stop. Becca James, I do not want you to stop. I want you to keep going. I think you've got many things to improve and many things to achieve in the music industry. Please tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am a singer and a songwriter based in the north of England. So I've been based between Leeds and Newcastle. I write pop music with loads of soulful influences and electronic elements. I put out my first single in 2019 called Control and I followed that up this year with a single called Perfect Girl. And I hope to put out more songs, This um, maybe I'm planning them for the end of this year, next year, and just keep building momentum from there. So I'm a, I'm a new artist from the UK, mm. writing soul music, and I'm hoping to just just keep going. What part of the UK are you in right now? Right now, I am in Leeds, um, so that's in the north of England, which is the best part, in my opinion. So <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Why is Leeds the best part of the UK? <laughs> necessarily Leeds, just the north of England. The yeah. people are just wonderful. Um, yeah, we're just there's a you, you might hear a lot about the north and south divide in the UK, yeah. and it's um, <laughs> it's a bit silly, and I'm not trying to, to stoke that, but um, yeah, northern people and culture are brilliant. Tell me more about your music and what really got you into making music. Oh, thank you for the question. Um, so I've loved music since I was a child, loved, had a natural impulse to write stories and, and write lyrics and yeah. um, just loved to sing from being like six or seven, just always singing, driving my sister crazy at home because we shared a we shared a room at one point, we had bunk beds and I'd be singing and she'd be trying to go to sleep and I'd be annoying her. So just loved it since I was younger and I ended up um, sort of just having that as a hobby and went and studied English and did other things but I always just knew that I wanted to give it a go deep down I knew it was my dream and and so when I was about 21 I decided to just take a year just to focus on music um so yeah I've just always it's always been a love but I've only felt confident in the last few years to yeah. pursue it professionally um but I love writing about my own experiences I'm really influenced by spirituality um and social topics that I'm interested in um I've sort of written the next couple of tracks I'm going to put out are very spiritually influenced talking about nature our connection to each other um yeah I want to write music for a healing purpose pretty much that's where my music comes from you talk about spirituality what do you mean by that yes I know that's that's such a it's such a catch-all term it's not necessarily attached to to religion but it's more just like you said, that connection to yourself and healing yourself. I sort of use music as my own therapy, and a lot, a lot of artists say say the same. And but it's so true. It's a way of expressing your emotion and then connecting to others. So I see it as spirituality is is that is about that connectivity between our, you know, within yourself, with other people, within if you if you want to say God or whatever you believe, your connection to the higher power the cosmos it's just a connection between everything <laughs> and the connection doesn't end right there it ends with your audience your fans how do you see your fans reacting to your music oh my goodness fans i think right <laughs> i would i'm trying to build and build and find an audience yeah so i, I don't know if i necessarily have um 
your fan um, base yet? <laughs> I don't feel like I do. I don't think I can say, oh, I have fans. My goodness. Um, my uh, my mum's my fan. But anyway, I would love to have a bigger audience. So how but do you plan terms- doing that? Sorry to come in so quickly because one of them is people don't support my music. And I'm like, what's your fan base like? So what is one appeal you think you can use to generate your new fan base? I think what I would love to cultivate, because I feel like I'm very much at the start of this journey and I'd love to find find my audience and um, see so a question was how, what could I do? Thanks. I think that hopefully in my next projects and putting things out, and I'm going to spend some time doing this to put out consecutive releases because I want to build a relationship with people that want to listen to my music, especially because I'm interested in the wider meaning towards the songs and this connectivity. So I think having a community would be really important. Yeah. And that's what I've tried to do so far and would like to do. But I think what is important about that is is the momentum having consecutive releases and and speaking to people that are listening to your music and asking them, what do you want to see? How do you want to see me perform? Yeah. What do you think about this? Like being more interactive. And because I think that there's a there's an idea of, especially with massive artists, that's just them projecting and i'd rather have a bit more of a collaboration with yeah. an o- o- with my audience once i find them your oh. brand new single right here called perfect girl let's listen to it i'll be right back out of myself to live under your shadow thinking i was safe there what did i know then don't wanna be you have for Becca James I'm like she's relaxed her tone attitude is relaxed does that define who you are oh my goodness I love that you see me as relaxed because I am I worry so much about everything so the fact that I come across as relaxed is just brilliant thank you so much um I would say that that is what I want to cultivate with my music especially with this whole impetus to heal um and that not saying that every song is going to be really calming because I have some like con- control that my first single is very much about those tones and Perfect Girl. Again, it does have all the vocals, which is sort of chant-like. I'm really interested in that, like lulling, um, that that sort of feeling when you lulled into relaxing by listening to loads of harmonies that yeah. sort of um, build up and throughout the tracks. So... I definitely want to have a calming vibe with my music for sure. What did I know then? Don't wanna be your perfect girl. Look at that. No woman wants to be perfect. I listen to your track Perfect Girl right there. Was it out of frustration? Yeah, absolutely spot on. Yeah, it was completely out of that frustration and in the world that we have and it's especially especially as a woman and it's wonderful that you're you're flagging this up because we we need to talk about it like we all need to talk about it there's so many things pushing and pulling at women and girls um and as you as you're growing up and as you're maturing and and there's just so much pressure to be um 
a specific ideal often really contradictory so then you feel like nothing that you're doing is right and how do you find yourself within that and so when I was first making music and and even just reflecting on my life it, I just I needed to vent that anger and and a big part of it is is even just the term term perfect girl you can you don't get the chance to express frustration when you've got to be you know um <laughs> This good, this good girl growing up, and then you don't get, to, you don't get the chance to be angry and be, you know, like I, I can't do this. So it was absolutely that emotion of like I just can't live up to your expectations, and I'm just not going to. So yeah, thank you. That's spot on for the mood of the song. Tune in the spotlight. We talk reality. Let's say you have a fan base, and your fan base decide that they really love you to start making music that goes like this and that. Will you be moved by a fan telling you that? I think that's a that's a really interesting question. I think that there's there's multifaceted ways you can make as an artist, and I would I'd be interested, especially if there was like a call to do a specific thing that was out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I wouldn't stop writing the music that I feel called to, but there's loads of ways you can tap into your creativity through collaboration. And I think. I would be open to that experimentation because you never know. Yeah. You have to remain teachable, and I think it's also interesting to put on a different hat because I I love writing the music that I feel called to, but that's not necessarily the all I want to do. Yeah. And if somebody had a good suggestion or a suggestion that I might, like you said, not want to or not have thought of, you have to try things um, and, and adapt. So I'd be interested. Don't think <laughs> it'd be totally comfortable. The process, I'd probably feel really weird. Yeah, but why not? Why not? Is there a style that you felt uncomfortable with when it comes to music and talent? That's such a good question because I also consider myself as well as an artist as, as a songwriter yeah. and I've had some opportunities to collaborate and write for people that are making dance music and making very different kinds of music um, and they feel very different to what I'm doing and I think sometimes... I was just looking at your personality like would you be moved by that? On a personal level, and that was a big part of why I wrote the song Perfect Girl, was that was exactly how it felt when I first started making music and yeah. getting advice. And um, the impetus was that you have to change in order to in order to make it whatever that whatever that means, like you said. Yeah. Sort of sell yourself in that way or, or um, yeah, do, cater to, to what is popular. Yeah. And I think that I've got loads of different different thoughts about this because in essence no because I think you have to be yeah. you have to remain your unique self and that's the only way the only way change is going to happen is when you is when you say no um and you you try something else it's just as you say it's very difficult to break into because that's not the in thing that's not what's gonna um that's not what, what's gonna sell yeah. and so I think that in essence I would be I'd be really uncomfortable with that because that's not why I, that's not why I make music. Yeah. Um, but there's also another side. There's another side to this that I don't want to be too judgmental about that because just because it's not me does not mean that it's not everyone. I don't think it's wrong for, especially women in music, to express themselves however however they want. It's just oftentimes that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. <laughs> and the third thing is that I get that you have to you have to move with the times as well and I so get what you're saying about hearing the same kinds of music but I think and I was chatting to a pal about this the other day because the way that we're consuming music is really different now yeah um like through TikTok and and through YouTube where it's changing the form of songs like you have to catch people in the first 15 seconds and um 
you can either view that as a really exciting opportunity or you can view it quite cynically as like nobody's got the attention span to listen to a record anymore <laughs> and I sort of feel both things I'm like wow that's really exciting how what could I do with it but also god that's a bit disappointing do you think the public cares though who cares sorry to use that but do you think the public cares if a song is decent or not Oh, that's such a good question, because I oftentimes have that thought. I'm like, nobody's bothered. And it's such a it's such a sad thought because you're like, well, it doesn't even matter because nobody's bothered. But I think that I'm starting to now not take that personally because because of the way people's lives are, we just do not have time yes. to to even consider that. So you have to sort of again, it goes back to that push and pull of like trying to get people's attention. And that that is that is the question right at the moment but i'm hoping to infiltrate pop music with sort of quite healing not always not always positive but yeah. but um empowering and interrogative songs and i, I want to play the game to some extent but not lose my integrity you've got to get people's attention so in essence i think you maybe you're right but i don't think people don't care it's just people have their lives to live and yeah. And they don't always have the time to, to sift through things, which I totally understand. But it can get a bit, you can feel a bit jaded sometimes because I sometimes have that thought. I'm like, oh, no one's bothered. <laughs> so I'm just going to go to bed. But yeah, no, people do care. They're just busy. Yeah. Who would you say are your top five favorite artists that you listen to? They inspire you with their music and you just feel motivated by listening to them. Oh, that's such a good question. Sorry, you are every question. I'm like, that is a great question. I know that you're good at this. Um, I was going to say, I'm just looking at my, because Spotify's changed the way I listen to stuff as well, and yeah. I am a user of Spotify. Yeah. Um, so my top five artists, oh, I so many female artists, female singer songwriters, and probably because I I <laughs> connect their music because I want to make music like them. Yeah. So I'm like, I love your music. I'd love to sort of work with you and I'm inspired by you so yeah Emily King Yeah, Beyonce I love Prince as well uh, introduced to Prince by my mum and I, I mostly like his real pop stuff to be honest like the popular <laughs> pop stuff like I would die for you and um, tracks like that who else do I like um, I'm starting to listen to a lot of electronic music which is sort of interesting to me. So I really like, I'm getting into Porter's Head and Massive Attack. Yeah. And I did not have that palette when I was younger. So yeah, that's my top five. Did that? The Spotlight, here directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight, we talk reality. Becca James, I got questions that came in. I think this one is really interesting. Please tell me about your childhood growing up in the UK. What was it like? Secondly, my childhood. So I, I was born in Manchester, a different part of the north of England. Um, I grew up with me, my mum, my sister. So just a lot of girl power, like sort of vibe with us it was sort of us against the world <laughs> and that influences a lot of my music um which is really clear really clear and perfect girl and just writing about our experiences and so i my mum is um she's 
half Jamaican, half English. Her parents came, well, her grand, my granddad came to the UK from Jamaica when he was um, 16 and my grandma was Irish. We had a big family, massive family and um, really influenced by my mum with music. She actually sung herself. Um, so like passed on a bit of that and yeah, had a, had a very female household, which has influenced yeah. me. Started singing when I was like six or seven and sort of lost my confidence as a teenager because of the music industry. I sort of thought that I couldn't do it anymore. I also was really ill, had scoliosis, which another thing that sort of influenced the writing of this song because the body and the body image thing of the music industry is crazy. So for a, a young girl to have a sort of illness and a disability, I, it did impact my thoughts about entering the music industry. But yeah, ha I, I was a happy, I was a happy kid and I was lucky to have my mum and my sister. And I'm going to stop before I give you more of my life story. <laughs> if you are tuning out there, look at that Becky James. <laughs> She's got that. You see that? She's got the Jamaican. Have you been to Jamaica? No, I wish that we, I wish that we would have. Like my granddad's um, brothers and sisters still live there and some of my mum's cousins still live there. But we've never had the chance to go. And sadly, my granddad passed in last April. Yeah. Um, and I loved him to, so much and uh, I miss him and but I've not had a chance to go to Jamaica so he didn't go back he sort of came over when he was 16 and he, he never went back um, so that's I mean that is that is a shame that we haven't but I'm sure that we will and I know that we will because we, we still have family there will you take your music right there I'd love to because one of my cousins was going to make he he's a filmmaker mm. and he was interested in in looking into our family history and, go, and going to Jamaica and so I'd love to go back I think it's really important especially for the like grandchildren who have not had a chance to go yeah. um to, to have that connection um so absolutely it'll be on the cards and my mum wants to go she just sort of <laughs> she does want to go now my granddad's passed she does want to go it's just it's quite an emotional thing yeah. How would you describe yourself as a musician? Ooh, um, so that's that is. I was really anxious about calling myself a, a musician because, for many years, it took me a while to get my head around. Because I'm not the like the I'm not the greatest instrumentalist. I was primarily a singer and a songwriter, and I've become like learn how to play the keys afterwards. So calling myself a musician always makes me feel really have a lot of imposter syndrome. But um, as, a, as a musician, I would say that I am soulful for sure. Um, is descriptive words what you're looking for or? <laughs> any. Any words, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, soulful and lyrical lyrical with the with the poetry that you flagged up which i'm really interested in so yeah soulful lyrical and and really vocal based and i absolutely love tones in music i think i love arranging melodies because i want to to layer my voice to evoke those emotions um and yeah that's an important part of my songs so yeah soulful vocal orientated and lyrical are you in the music industry for the long run <laughs> yes you know what yes and I think that when I very first started out I had a mentor that said to me you know you've not been in it for long you might quit 
and I didn't get what he meant because I was such in a beginner's mindset that I was like what are you talking about of course I'm not gonna quit and then like the further and further you get in the harder and harder it is and you're like oh my god am I doing the right thing and especially in the UK unfortunately and they've just had a breakthrough the other day about streaming um in parliament about break um working on the system of, of streaming royalties because we have to be real it is very very hard to make a living from music yes. and so that would be and that has been in the past like a stumbling block to yeah. to actually being carrying on but i'm holding on <laughs> and you've got it on radio now that i am <laughs> i'm in it for the long run i'm gonna hold on as yeah. long as i can there. and that will be forever so there what advice you going to give to a lot of independent artists like yourself out there Oh, okay. So I would say that you're only, and I, I've he- heard this a few times, and you're only competing against yourself. Like, that is it. And I think that, referring back to your question when you said about the world and, and do they care and how, how resilient you have to be in music, I think sometimes you can look around and think, I have to be doing more, or I should have achieved this by then. I know I have, but it's, it's a long game. It is not an overnight thing and for some people it is and that's amazing and that might be your story but otherwise focus on every little step and if you're making progress every day then that is enough nothing is worth your mental health or your physical health and I think we have a big burnout culture especially in music and if we want to bring forth something new and which we are because loads of independent artists now are taking things in their own hands and making careers that work for them so you're only competing against you you develop yourself how you want to um and have faith like have faith yeah keep the faith compete you are your biggest competitor i want to thank you becky james for joining me directly right here please where can people follow you find you on social media oh thank you so much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure um they can find me everywhere on the internet so it's mm-hmm. becca james uk on all of the platforms so instagram twitter facebook i'm also on clubhouse which i'm shouting about to everybody it's wonderful um where else am i i'm on tiktok as well which is a new thing for me at least and uh youtube becca james music on there so i'd love to connect with you and i'm also on spotify and amazon and all of the streaming platforms and oh Bandcamp as well as well and one thing you didn't mention is with people that may be looking for you on match.com zoos <laughs> What's one word you're going to give to them, too? Um, say no comment. <laughs> no comment taken. Okay. That's one word. No comment. <laughs> Becca James, listen, you are awesome. I think you're going to be terrific in live shows. And I'll be wishing you all the best of luck, especially during this post-pandemic. And I hope no more face masking in the UK, too. Yes, apparently, well, I say apparently from Monday to from tomorrow, yeah. that's, you know, we're sort of, it's freedom, which is, is completely surreal. Wow. Uh, but thank you for your well wishes. And I wish the same for you as well, because it's been a tough yeah. So I've got some tracks ready, I'm just planning them. And as they come out, I'm going to integrate gigs 
with them so I don't have dates set yet but I um, promise that there will be and I will be plastering them on social media when they are when they're ready all right thank you so much and thanks to each and every one of you that took the time to send us a little bit of a text thanks to each and every one of you for doing that myself Becky James will be out of the studio have a great afternoon and you yourself have a great night Oh, thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Lots of love to the people contacting and sending in loads of emojis. Lots of love. Thank you. Thank you so much. The Spotlight. Hear directly from your favorite artists in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. We talk reality.